is the problem. But what we have is too strong, it's too powerful. I've never seen anything like this. Could cause uh, everybody to freak out. With ridiculous bull that stunned the world. This is a new way, and it's a new day. Because consciousness is expanding. Are you serious? This is democracy benefit. Well, who wouldn't want an opportunity to talk to Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty? Well, uh, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty, who host the popular uh, radio talk show, ask the same question of their listeners, and here's their response. Crazy every last drop out of those insolent musical peasants. This is Ed McMahon, and now, here's Armstrong and Getty. Live from Studio C. C, senor. What is this? It's a dimly lit room deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty communications compound. And today we're under the tutelage of our general manager. Notre Dame Cathedral, Jack. Ancient, majestic, gorgeous, and half burnt up. And look at a USA Today headline, 800 years up in flames. It's amazing to me, if it were just an accident, and everybody seems to think it is, that so that sort of accident didn't happen all those years when you got no code of any kind for wiring or ability to put out fire, or lightning strikes, or terrorism, or rats throwing chewed wires, or candles getting knocked over by drunk monks, or whatever. Mm. All those years that didn't fire, and then the year 2019, with all the modern technology we've got of smoke detectors, and, right. and electrical codes, and safety. It's just a, it's really quite amazing. Indeed. Maybe it was that possible. those fires occurred and were immediately put out. I don't know. I, I just don't have any idea. But I got to believe that 600 years ago, if a fire had started in the walls somehow, nobody would have had any way to detect that Mm. or any modern firefighting equipment. There's all kinds of reasons why it should have happened 100 years ago or 80 years ago or 500 years ago. Right. It's just hard to imagine it happened now to the extent it did. But it did. It's a dang shame. I'm I'm looking forward with dread to learning exactly what burnt up and what didn't. Oh, yeah. I understand the, the most cherished of antiquities are okay. But, you know, how much art and... Well, that depends on how you whatever. look at it. Um, all the wall hangings that they had in the... Uh, a lot of those burnt up. Mm. And those are... Uh, yeah, the that's cathedrals rough. I've been in, that's that's the highlight of the cathedral. But I'd never been in that one. Anyway, that does suck. It sucks a lot. Any... any and do you have any belief it was God-related? Ah, <laughs> uh, no. No. You don't think it's some sort of biblical building coming down, you've turned away from me thing? Well, I... I'm not saying that's not true. I just haven't thought that. Okay. That was my that's, first thought. Well, that's, wow. I'd, mm. I'd love to hear you uh, preach that. I think that's clearly what's happened. First, put on a robe. Do me a favor. I'll robe and my... sandals, and then I want to hear you rant about that a lot. A robe wouldn't be bad. I get out and button my pants, I think. Here. Oh, boy. So look away. Very that's, a, uh, oh. that's, a, a, that's a step. Me that's a stage. Oh, it's yeah, a pivotal yeah, yeah. moment, folks. It's a sick enough. Is there a direct line to HR? Do I need to? <laughs> I know boxer briefs, boxer briefs are popular, but I don't like the way the legs get bound up sometimes. Well, it depends how fat you are. <laughs> I just I like Depends the brief. What size you're wearing. I like regular tight tidy whiteies, although I prefer the colored version. Good I like man. the tight little briefs. I don't ride up on you. Right. Sure. <laughs> 
Make him stop. My, my pants are buttoned now. You can all look back <laughs> all this right. direction if you need to. <laughs> I'm not done filling out my complaint. <laughs> <laughs> and then he furthermore went on to describe how his genitals sit in his... He undid his pants in front of me, that, which would be accurate. That would be an accurate portrayal of what just happened yes. in your HR report. And that one's over. And then he laughed about it. <laughs> right. They right. made jokes as everyone continued to tell him how uncomfortable it was making them. Ignoring the seriousness of the issue. <laughs> right. exactly. 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 Really mocking the entire Me Too movement. It's kind of a Louis C.K. thing is what was happening. <laughs> Pretty much. Brought himself out. Sickening. Um... So, uh, Bernie, I watched Bernie last night on the town hall, man. He's good at what he does. I want to talk about that later, too. Introduce everybody in the squad to kick off the show. Why not? There's our board operator, Michelangelo, pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. How are you this morning, Michael? I'm doing all right. So last night I'm just sitting in home in the evening flipping channels, and suddenly the NBA playoffs is on. Hey, it's yes. Warriors and Clippers. It's middle of the third quarter. Wow, Warriors are up 31 points almost. You know, I'm sitting there thinking, okay, whatever. Not a, And then all of a sudden it, it just... So they said 25-point game, then a 20-point game, 15. Turns out the Clippers make the be- biggest history in the NBA since, I guess, 1989. Yeah. Comeback, yeah. Did they, Did win? they win? Yeah, yeah. Clippers Really? Won. Came yeah. back from 30 down? Yep. Yep, came back from 31 points At down. At Oracle. Yes. At the uh, the home stadium of the best team in basketball the last uh, half dozen years. Wow. So wow. I was all ready to go to bed, and I ended up staying up late. Oh, that's a big deal. Game, yeah. game two is the big game. According to Phil Jackson back in the day. Yeah. Coach of the Bills. Pivotal. Because, you know, it's either 0-2-2-0. Unless. It's 1-1. One and 1-1. One. One and one. <laughs> right. And uh, there's That's positive the show. credentials, the analysis that got Phil Jackson into the Hall of Fame. <laughs> there's positive show. So the moral of the story, just real quick, is never give up. Never That's give up. Never give up, Michael. Never give up. You almost left out the moral of the story. Right. Yeah. Put a fine point on it there. And or, no matter how well things are going, assume they're about to go terribly. That's another moral to that story. Things are about to change for the worse. What would the moral be for the other side, though? No matter how far ahead you are and how much superior you are to somebody else, you have to keep trying. You gotta go for the kill! You gotta kill them! (laughs) Don't let them live! (laughs) Wow. I feel like that would be a suspension of some sort. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that should be a penalty or a free free throw or something. Well, that's right, you're a loser. There's a positive Sean who smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Doing very well. Uh, don't know if any of you uh, are in for in the market for a baby Tyrannosaurus Rex. Yes, uh, named Son of Samson. It uh, is 68 million years old. Uh, it has been put on sale on eBay for just under three million dollars right now. The, the bidding may get that up there. Um, but uh, but many of the scientists of the the paleontology community are not pleased. Apparently, this is some sort of you know this should be preserved in a museum of sorts. And so they did their their grandest move. They have written an open letter to Ooh. those involved, which I am assuming is very strongly worded. Certainly, with many uh, multisyllabic words. How many how many bones and how big is the thing? I don't know. I'm I need sure. facts. Yeah, I mean, to do I get to assemble it in my living room, and it's more or less uh, an intact T Rex, even though the baby version. You uh, it some seems sort to be of... kind of uh, a, a skinned over model of sorts, but that just may be a stock photo. I, more research is okay. required, yeah, gentlemen. Okay. All right, you picture in some sort of IKEA project there. You screw it together, and there it stands. 
Um, you probably uh, got to hire a dinosaur reconstructor. So somebody privately owned a T-Rex skeleton is going to sell it. Hmm. What are the morals on that or whatever? Paleontologists decrying the sale, saying that the specimen's cost is artificially inflating the cost of other valuable fossils. They're, right. they're wrecking the fossil market. Um, mm. uh, <laughs> speaking of fossils, they found some gruesome ones yesterday that speak to man's inhumanity to man. Have oh you boy. seen that latest discovery? Oh, You're boy. talking about Bernie on Fox <laughs> last night? Oh, oh yes. Are we talking um, Mexico, sunny Mexico, that one? Uh, no, but that factors into Mass the story. Graves, yeah, hello. That factors into the story. Um, uh, there's Marshall Phillips, who does our news every day. How are you, Marshall? Well, I just want to uh, shout out once again for the power of food. Where I live yesterday, it was raining once again. Notre Dame was burning. I was feeling really gloomy, so I decided I'm going to make meatloaf. So I did. Meatloaf, mashed potatoes, gravy, side of green beans. If your society has turned away from God and he is now punishing the earth, that is the perfect thing to do, make meatloaf. Indeed. And I'll A tell loaf you, of meat. It did, it did make me feel a lot better. Very simple pleasure, but, you know, it helped. Always one of my favorite sign-offs. Don't let your meatloaf. <laughs> See you next Tuesday. Meat, don't do it. I just like uh, meatloaf as a cure for depression. (laughs) I think that's... uh, Any doctor would prescribe that. Sure. It can't hurt. Have you tried meatloaf? Oh, boy, I love meatloaf. (laughs) What's not to like? And it's humble cousin, the meatloaf sandwich. Oh. Delicious. Which I've never done. Really? What? What? Uh, What? I've never had a meatloaf sandwich. Oh, it's the best thing ever. I've eaten a lot of meatloaf. Oh. It's the best thing. God, my kids hate the meatloaf for some reason. Really? I loved it as a kid. Oh, man, me too. Uh, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this. It is Tuesday, April 16th, the day after tax day. We do have some interesting tax news, including Bernie Sanders taxes, which came out yesterday. We're Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. All right, then. Let's get started. Here we go. According to FCC rules and regs at Mark. singing outside of Notre Dame. It's another French people singing sad songs Tuesday on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Uh, those that haven't forsaken God still uh, still uh, singing the songs there outside of Notre Dame, but I don't think it's going to save humanity. Some beautiful videos of those just kind of gathering yeah. around. Yeah, cool. Cool. Uh, what are their headlines, Marshall Phillips? Well, Notre Dame, warning after the devastating fire. We'll update you. Bernie Sanders, Fox Town Hall highlights and new concerns about pot smokers and surgery. Coming up. What was Bernie's effective tax rate for his, uh, his earnings last year? 27%. We'll get to that. I think it was 24%. Which, of course, if he were Trump or somebody... Is awful because that's lower than your secretary or whatever. Um, how does mailbag look? Oh, it's fine, fine, dandy. More input uh, from people in the know about the West Coast bum explosion uh, and and tax talk as well. Yeah. And uh, yeah, some of the Bernie Town Hall. I thought I found it very, very inter- interesting. I'm glad he went on Fox. I'm glad Fox had him on. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So this is 
17-year-old Billie Eilish, who is the standout at Coachella, from what I hear, from one of my favorite um, music people. Um, her and her brother are the whole act. As she wore fur pants in the 90-degree heat. That was really the headline. She wore fur pants in 90-degree heat. That's got to get a little soupy. Your legs got to get a little hot. I, I can't get past where you buy them. Mm. Fur pants. It's controversial in California, you don't I'm sure. Just, you just don't go to Macy's and get some fur pants. Nope. Nope. And you want to... What the heck? All right. You got to be um, 17 to wear fur pants. You get older, you want a little more comfort. Sure. Sure. You know, you order them online, you get the wrong size, they're too loose, you're walking around holding them up. Speaking of fur. Too tight. New study out. Look like some sort of overweight beaver. <laughs> Nobody wants that. Huh? New study out. The average man's beard is less clean than the average dog. <laughs> Ladies. For those who've been wondering, which is cleaner? <laughs> that's, that's that's ridiculous. More on that later. That's ridiculous. No, it's not. Science. <laughs> Mailbag. Hey, is. That is hey, hey. Yay. Hey, hey, hey. You figure anything out about that uh, dang old T-Rex yet, Sean? I'm interested in making a bid. Three million, you say? Uh, yeah, 2.95 million. I don't really cut into the egg money, but we'll see. Uh, you know what I forgot is to get a freedom-loving quote of the day ready for That'd today. That'd look good in your foyer, though, a, a T-Rex skeleton. That'd be cool. Here's your freedom-loving quote of the day. E pluribus unum. From many one. Here's your... Not from many, many... Diversity isn't our greatest strength. Unity is our greatest strength. I'll tell you the freedom-loving quote of the day. We're screaming towards socialism. People want it, is yes. why. Yeah. And uh, watching the Bernie Town Hall last night, and more on that later. But that that's where we're going. <clears throat> yeah. You gotta help us. Uh, let's see. A, a, a little rough language here from Ryan, and I apologize in advance. Damn it, Joe, is the subject. Salty. You guys made me spit my drink all over my dashboard. He was listening to the One More Thing podcast, which is available at uh, iTunes or iHeartRadio or wherever podcasts are given away for free because we're stupid. Evidently, there's an ad in front of it now, so I guess it's kind of uh, not for free. But anyway, Ryan, sorry about that. He says you'll be getting my auto detailing bill by the end of the week. Well, and you'll be getting the uh, the check to re- uh, repay you by the end of the millennium. Good luck. Uh, moving along. Daniel, angry. Your random revealing of a long-awaited series cast and plots was very frustrating. I believe he's talking about the 30-second Game of Thrones update. Mm. Spoiler etiquette is to warn the viewer-listener that you're about to ruin the show they've been waiting two Wait years to watch. Wait a second. If you hear a 30-second recap of a show you want to not know about coming up, I would suggest you don't listen. <laughs> I, uh, I, I can't imagine that it's necessary wow. to say that the 30-second recap of the show will continue. Spoilers or any info you might not want to know. I, I suppose that we could have gone uh, to that length uh, just out of love oh, and respect on. for our listeners. Um, that's uh, that we right. Okay, we're gonna recap the game last night. I've got it on the DVR. I've saved it to watch. I'm trying not to hear the result. Oh, you didn't tell me you were gonna give me the score. Yeah, oh. it's just, uh, you know, I'm I'm sorry because I don't want anybody to be unhappy listening to the show. But I'm not very sorry. Moving along. And spoil anything that wasn't in the preview in the trailers. There you go. I, I'm very aware of 
of the sensitivity of the plot, and you, you, nice job, you sure. are a bore. You know the complaint, sir <laughs> or madam. The complaint has already been rejected, but I appreciate that bonus stomping you gave it. <laughs> Moving along, kicking them all they're down. Moving along, sir. Kevin, on the topic of the bum explosion, his topic is bum explosion can't stop, can't stop the benefits. Little chili peppers there. Free benefits to bums and drug addicts will never be ended. An enormous number of bureaucrats and private nonprofit directors enrich themselves administering welfare benefits to the homeless. It's a big money. Uh, it's big money with big salaries. Oh, that's a, who was talking last week about the the homeless industrial complex, mm-hmm. the business that it is in Seattle. They spend a billion dollars a year. Yeah. And there are plenty of well-meaning, sincere people involved. But, like, I've talked about the various help the poor things I grew up with seeing in Chicago. That everybody involved gets rich and just gets the voters to the polls, and that's how it works. A billion dollars goes a lot of different places. A billion dollars a year. A tremendous amount of political power would be exerted against any suggestion that benefits should be cut off. That's Kevin. Yeah, good thought. Uh, Let's see. Most snow in Chicago since 1961, speaking of the city of broad shoulders. This is from Craig. Gentlemen, uh, April 14th uh, left 5.3 inches of snow in the Windy City, almost exceeding the previous record in 1961. If humans are the cause of climate change, global population doubles approximately 30 years. What caused such unusual weather events almost 58 years ago? Hmm? Well, the, the difficulty of what's trotted out, particularly by idiots on cable news as evidence of climate change, is that it's everything. If it rains today, that's evidence. If it's dry today, if it snows today, if it's extra windy today, if there's a fire, if there's no fires, if there's hurricanes, if there are extra hurricanes, if there are fewer hurricanes, all of it is evidence of glow. And I think the climate is changing. What to do about it is the question. So Marshall's news coming up, and there's a, there's a, some interesting stuff out there today, uh, including Bernie's Town Hall. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you want to talk about elderly people's tax returns, we're the show for you. Oh, yeah. Going to break them down. (laughs) In detail. (laughs) Most of the conversation, virtually all of the conversation, that uh, transpires after somebody's taxes are revealed is stupid. That's why I'm against forcing candidates to release their taxes. Yeah. It it doesn't do what y'all think it would do. It, it just offers an opportunity for self-righteousness, hypocrisy, and misinformation. The conversation's That's exactly terrible. what I thought it would do. Okay. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> That's why you wanted it. You yeah. Know? Fair it's enough. Because the conversation around Bernie's taxes has been unfair. Yeah, no kidding. It's just, whatever. Let's get the news now with Marshall Phillips. We'll give you an update on that, but very quickly want to bring you up to date. Notre Dame's cathedral in Paris hit by that devastating fire that broke out yesterday. Paris firefighters this morning are saying the entire fire is out. They are moving quickly. Yeah, Paris officials moving quickly to raise funds to rebuild it. The significant collection of art and holy objects they are now reporting have been safely removed from the cathedral, including what is called the crown of thorns. So that is the update there. Now, Jack, you'd heard that some of the wall hangings had, had gone up? Yeah, but, you know, that could be inaccurate. Sure, yeah, yeah. First 24-hour rule. A lot of what you hear, sometimes all of what you yep. hear, turns out to be fake. I heard some of the way that these things were saved was they actually made just kind of human chains and brigades, right. and they were just 
passing this stuff out as sure. quickly as they could. Right. Like, oh, man. Officials saying that the uh, fire, which began while Notre Dame was undergoing renovations, is being treated so far as an accident with arson and possible terrorism ruled out, at least for now. Which is interesting for two reasons. Number one, there have been a number of churches torched in the last year in France, which have been arson. Uh, And And the most famous church in the world catches on fire. Right. And you immediately, within 24 hours, out uh, rule out arson. I don't know how that would happen. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe some uh, Frenchman was screaming, Sacre Bleu, I set the place on fire with my torch. Uh, uh, the other reason that's interesting is that And Paris, that Frenchman's name is? Oh, according to my dad in 1975, Jacques Strapp. That's funny. Mm. Uh, so kind of his go-to French reference. He's a funny guy. Uh, so, and, and the second reason is Ian Bremmer uh, put it. I heard him earlier today, and we'll be talking to Ian later. Um, Paris has been burning every uh, weekend since November because of the Yellow Vest protests. They're smashing the place up right. and setting fires on the rest of it. So, you know, there is no indication that it's anything, uh, uh, well, deliberate. Or God burns it down because Europeans have turned away from God. There is that. Democratic presidential candidate Bernie Sanders is admitting he is now a millionaire. Senator Millionaires and billionaires! Senator Although Sen- I have heard that he's uh, focusing more on billionaires lately than millionaires yes. when he so, gives his speech. But mostly billionaires. <laughs> <laughs> They're worse than the other ones <laughs> who should not even be mentioned anymore. <laughs> Senator Sanders commenting on his tax returns during that Fox News town hall in Pennsylvania. He said the money pretty much came from book sales. It's a bestseller sold all over the world and we made money. So if anyone thinks that I should apologize for writing a best-selling book, I'm sorry, I'm not going to do it. But let me reiterate, I voted against, I guess on Fox News you said that I benefited from Trump's tax bill. Did you tell people that I voted against Trump's tax bill? Sure, but you you did benefit from it. Bernie benefited because, as Brett Baer pointed out, but your marginal tax rate, tax rate was 26% because of President Trump's tax cuts. So why not say, you know, I'm leading this revolution. I'm not going to take those. <laughs> Come on. But there he, I am, I paid the taxes that I owe. And by the way, why don't you got Donald Trump up here and ask him how much he pays in taxes. There you go. I, pay- I am legally awaiting you're doing that. Well, I paid how much I owe. Yo, let's, yes. that's, that's what the other millionaire who says, I'm not going to apologize for having a really successful blank car dealership, hardware store, whatever. Right. I busted my ass for a lifetime. I'm finally getting a little. And, and I don't think the government should take half my money. That's, you know, that's a fine discussion to have. Right. The, the other part of it is, and Bernie did every bit as poor a job as, as conservatives usually do, of saying, look, I followed the law as it is. Don't act like I'm some sort of monster for following the law to the letter. If you don't like the taxes I paid, change the law. And he, I don't understand why those words are so difficult to formulate. And he voted against the law. Right. So he's got that to say. Sure. 
Smoking pot, it turns out, may have its drawbacks for people, for users rather, who need surgery. A new study uh, shows that regular pot users may need increased doses of anesthesia for any kind of surgery. Interesting. Are we on a shortage? What's the problem? I'm not (laughs) getting a buzz for this anesthesia at all. Give me more. They had to double the (laughs) dose of anesthesia for heavy-duty pot smokers. I had not... uh, uh, That's funny. I didn't think that's where this story was going to go. A friend of mine mentioned that his brother, who's a fairly heavy smoker of cigarettes, um, they can't put him under for surgery because uh, smokers tend not to do as well under the anesthesia. It's, you can't bring them back around or whatever. And so they just have to go local, epidural or whatever as they're performing all sorts of stuff, including a hip replacement, There's which another is reason. like a hard tackle on the sidelines in an NFL game. There's another reason not to smoke. Wow. Something happens to you. And sorry, we can't put you under. We're going to have to use a local to fix this compound fracture. Here, bite down on this wooden bit. Yeah. <laughs> you're gonna, yeah. Well, well, they can numb you up, but you're going to hear things and yeah. get jerked around in a... Oh, man. Numbing oh. me up isn't good enough. First, oh, boy. And the shots to numb you up aren't so uh, pleasant always either. Yeah. Um, but so that's interesting. Pot smokers are, re- are resistant to getting yes. put under. Yes. I'll be darned. Russell Wilson has become the highest paid player in the NFL after signing a four-year, $140 million extension with the Seahawks. But what's his marginal tax rate? Well, how much his effective rate? Yeah, we don't need to get into this. I don't need to know the answer, but how much of it is guaranteed? The NFL is different than, for instance, baseball. I think $60 million is guaranteed, isn't it? Because you you often hear these big numbers and it's not guaranteed, so it doesn't really mean anything. After signing a deal, Wilson, along with his wife, posted a late-night Instagram message for his fans. Hey, Seattle. We got a deal. (laughs) Go Hawks. Go Hawks. Thanks. I'm going to see y'all in the morning. Good night. Time for y'all to go to bed. Finally, we can go to sleep. (laughs) (laughs) See y'all in the morning. Bringing the enthusiasm. (laughs) That was... That Why would you put that out? Charmingly weird. <laughs> there you go. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips. The Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. No, oh, squawky. Squawky. And the rich get richer. That's what I like to say a lot. It's a good one. Yeah. Just no matter, make that up? Pretty much no matter what the story is, I say that. And the rich get richer. So that uh, Muslim congresswoman, there's a tape going around from something she said uh, seven years ago. Ilhan Omar. It's getting a lot of attention. Yeah, we're not done with her as a, as a country. I think there's there's more to her than meets the eye. She's not done with you. Yeah, well, that's fine. Bring it. Um, and even the New York Times uh, says uh, people are mistaken about the Trump tax cut. Get you. It was a remarkable admission from the old gray lady, and worth discussing. And a poor sales job by the world's greatest salesman, Donald Trump, on his own tax cut, it would seem, because the message has not gotten through. Yep. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Oh, that labor man said, son, now can you sing a little bit more clear? Said your voice might beat the country next to what they've been here. 
Can you sing a little more Dig up the Game of Thrones ratings. I haven't heard what they are, but I'm sure they were huge. I also would like to dig up the Masters ratings from Sunday. Mm. What were they? They just handed to me. Game of Thrones smashes ratings record. Okay, so I'll get to that later. Um, And I'm sure the Masters had huge ratings with Tigers back, too. Oh, yeah, the number of people... That's uh, none of your business. You know, it's actually, it's precisely our business, Tiger. I Well... Uh, the number of people who are happy at Tiger's return is uh, uncountable. Quite literally, down to your local municipal golf course. I don't watch the golf uh, usually. I would have watched this, but it's fascinating, I, Jack. A tradition unlike any other. But I didn't. But I was Friends. at a I was at a meeting yesterday that was about a completely different topic. Like I mean, not related in any way whatsoever. <laughs> and every single person who talked in the meeting talked about Tiger Woods. Wow. And I thought, can we, in any possible way? Do this later or something <laughs> and talk about what? No? Yeah. Those of us who don't want to talk about golf, but it's just the the entire game, the industry rose on his broad steroid enhanced shoulders, allegedly, <laughs> and, and, and crumbled to a large extent as he did. It was really quite the amazing phenomenon. So uh, the Trump tax cut was a tax cut for what? 85% of people? Or for the something rich. That- Tax cut for the rich and a screw job for the middle class, Jack. How many times did you hear that? Well, it was repeated it over and over. It was repeated all over. It was certainly uh, pointed out by politicians. I mean, that was the the Nancy Pelosi on down was, uh, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a deal for the rich and uh, and you're getting screwed. And then the numbers don't reflect that. And the New York Times has finally recognized that with, by the way, the, the the Trump tax plan underwater in polling. Most people think because of the media coverage and what the Democratic Party was saying, mm-hmm. which are kind of the same thing a lot of times. Yes. Um, uh, they convinced enough people that it was a screwing. Especially when their their refund was smaller than they were hoping for. Um, I don't know what to do about to. that. I don't know what to do about that. Educate, Jack. I don't know what to do about that. Educate, elevate. Just for what it's worth, my taxes went up. My taxes went up. Well, you're in a blue state, fool. That's a fair (laughs) point, but I don't make enough to where it would have affected me with the lowering of the cap on what I can do with my state write-off deductions. That didn't affect me at all. Uh And my taxes still went up. Ah. But according to even the New York Times, something the the vast majority of people, uh, their taxes went down. Uh, the New York Times, if you're an American taxpayer, you probably got a tax cut last year, and there's a good chance you don't believe it. To a large degree, the gap between perception and reality on the tax cuts appears to flow from a sustained and misleading, this is the New York Times, a sustained and misleading effort by liberal opponents of the law to brand it as a broad middle-class tax increase, the messaging stuck. They're talking about the polling that shows that 60-some percent of Americans think it was a tax increase for most people, even though that's just not the case. Right. The messaging by the Democratic Party and the media, who often just says whatever the Democratic Party says. Yeah, right. Sean, we've got to have somebody look at your taxes. I'm, I'm going over it in my head. I can't imagine how they went up. But we'll look at it. Anyway, uh, yeah, that's, that is a remarkable uh, confession by the New York Times. I, I was shocked by that. I had to get past my, you know, oh, to, to get into the substance of it. But how has Trump not done a better <clears throat> job of... I mean, he's tweeting about how the firefighters should uh, put out the fire at Notre Dame yesterday, but how has he not done a better job with the statistics around the tax cut? I mean, he just I would hammer that if I was him. If you have to put it out every day for a week yes. and have the media talking about how Trump has sent out the same tweet seven times in a row, tweet out how many people got a tax cut. 
Right. And this article from the New York Times saying it was misleading information to say that it was a tax increase. You know, speaking of golf, Jack, <clears throat> there are a number of players who can hit it a mile, but they just they don't score terribly well. Trump is just mind-bogglingly good at manipulating uh, the, the, the news cycle and getting them to swing at every pitch, as Rahm Emanuel was talking about over the weekend. But in general, the White House messaging apparatus has been kind of haphazard and, and inept, in my mind. They're not good at disciplined, long-term messaging. Well, they definitely had the wind in their face on this whole tax cut thing, as I've said three times already, uh, with the Democratic Party and the media hammering over and over the fact that it was a tax increase. But you're the freaking president. You get a lot of attention. Lay it out there over and over again, the actual stats behind this. Right. And God, and if I were him, I would retweet this New York Times article and and quote it regularly. Right. Right. Uh, Is it... The New York Times, if you're an American taxpayer, you probably got a tax cut last year. And 85% the New York, of people. And the New York Times appears to flow from the sustained and misleading effort by liberal opponents of the law to brand it as a broad, a broad middle class tax increase. So they spent the better part of however long it's been saying up is down. And a lot of people believe them. Which Has, is the exact thing they accuse Trump of doing all the time, by the way. Sure. Yeah. Right. Stating the opposite of what is true until, until, until people believe them. Yeah, that seems to be the strategy by a lot of people. And right. it works. Right. I don't recall hearing any prominent Republicans say in a coherent way, you had less taken out of your check every single paycheck. You had more every single week. Your refund may be a bit smaller, but at the end of the year, you actually did better. How difficult is it to craft that message and to say it over and over again? Like I say, I find... In general, maybe it's because the the writers and words people are generally on the left. Um, but <laughs> the words people. But you know, free market America's ability to communicate what makes it good and great, uh, I think, is really not good, not not impressive. Uh, you know, I'd I'd be willing to to be that poet laureate if I can, uh, if I might be so bold. I don't know who I apply to or what the pay is. Uh, but they need help with messaging. They just uh, gave out the Pulitzer Prizes yesterday, so you uh, you need to write some poetry. Swung and missed. Again, I got none. I you got need to put out some poetry if you want to meet win the Pulitzer Prize for poetry, and then you'd have a better chance of becoming the Poet Laureate. Well, they I, almost never name somebody who's never written any poetry. Well, I really, Seems I really unfair. thought yeah. I had a chance for the Pulitzer Prize for Literature with my What the Hell's Wrong With You People memo. Of last June the 4th, I believe it was. It was very strong. It was Just because uh, you emailed it to the whole company doesn't necessarily mean it was published? Who, who knew Reply All meant all? <laughs> so, yes, the Game of Thrones ratings are out. I don't know how they compile these. 17.4 million viewers actually on HBO at the time, which is a record. Overall, they expect it to be in the mid-30s somewhere that will see the first episode. Within however many days that counts for ratings, which they got to work on that system too. I mean, I just what what is the point of any of this, <laughs> really? If 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 I watch it any time in the well ever, are you having an existential crisis, or do you mean what's the meaning of the ratings thing? <laughs> 
That's just what's, what's the, the meaning of all of this anyway? He says. Why are we it's calling utter, it? Yeah, I don't know. Why are we serve God? I don't know. <laughs> why are we calling it a TV show? Right. And comparing it against other TV shows? Why? Why do you only count people who watch it in the first twenty four hours or whatever, and not people who watch it on Wednesday night? I don't know. Right. Sure. What's the point? Uh, but Entertainment Weekly says that it is likely the biggest show in the world at this point, mm. based on any ratings for any shows anywhere in the world. Okay. Jack, I'm not about popularity. That's obvious. <laughs> yeah. Did you want the Masters numbers? Yeah, sure. So Masters pulled in a 7.7 rating, which was actually down from last year's, but last year's was an afternoon time, so just kind of a larger oh, audience. That hurt. That's, that's right. They that's, had to move it up to the, the wee hours of the morning. That's right. the reason I missed it. So this was yeah. the highest rated morning golf broadcast in 34 years. Okay. Fantastic. <laughs> Excellent. Although, again, the time changed because of the horrific weather that ended up killing a bunch of people. Not at the Masters. What? But not people at the Masters. died at the... Oh, okay. Oh, no, the tornadoes. Oh. The, the giant weather I system agree with that you, made Sean. its way across You'd the You'd have thought that would have made the news. Right. Like, I get Tiger won, but... The <laughs> death of 11 spectators overshadowed by the comeback of Tiger Woods. <laughs> hey, it's, uh, it's Tiger. Hey, Tiger. <laughs> Take your name off your phone. Do What? So we're going to play more Bernie Sanders in his town hall on Fox throughout the show today. And he was, uh, man, he was loaded for uh, complaining about Fox. He did a lot of that throughout the show. Brett Baer tried to calm it down a few times. And I'm fully uh, prepared to say things about Ilhan Omar, which uh, may well end our careers. She is the Muslim representative from Minnesota. Uh, well, and we'll, we'll, we've got some You want to play that clip? How much time we got, Michael? I never know how much time we got. We've got about 30 seconds. Well, have fleeting moments here on this planet. You have about three months, Jack, if you take care of yourself. Time, as we <laughs> three can, months. as you see with the Notre Dame Cathedral, it right. all can go up in flames at any point. Metaphorically good, or real. Good point. It's yeah. a nice thing to say to people in the morning as they get ready for work. <laughs> or, or whatever you're doing, wherever you are. I'm, to, to, uh, the message is to cherish every moment. That's the message, right? It's uplifting, somehow. You're right. I'm wrong. I apologize. Of course, I'm saying cherish every moment because it could all end this afternoon. Because you could be burnt like a cathedral? <sighs> yeah, I need to work on that. Yeah, you're not going to win any Pulitzer Prizes either. My right. messaging is not good on that one. Chief Dark Cloud, huh? Stay tuned. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.